0: not come third, fourth, three, sixth. And if you no longer go for a gap that it exists, you're no longer a racing driver, we are competing to win. For the victory.
1: Alright, we've just finished round nine in F1, Silverstone Grand Prix. Uh, actually managed to turn it on a bit. My name's Josh. I'm Brenton. Yeah, and uh, you know, just when you've got people complaining about... Uh, well, Vijay Malaya told Bernie he needed to uncrap F1. He did too. Yeah, um, it managed to turn up a, a bit of an interesting race. It was brilliant. Um, you know, we hear the press about F1 being, or well, the negative
0: press in F1s, being a big uh, factor these days, especially with the uh, the uncrap F1 meeting that was held uh, last week, I think, or during a week, or, or last week, whichever one it was. Um, it was really good to see the British fans. Um, one of the they've been there since the original. They original formula one let's run with that yeah yeah we'll go with that pass it around as fact now the english fans won't tonight but um it was good to see that it's giving well i wouldn't say bernie but whoever's going to take control next the uh, the impression that it's not best to go to countries where governments are trying to buy um sort of favors and mm. popular sort of votes because they've got pretty shit human rights records but anyway stick it where the fans want it and they're gonna appreciate it the other thing which i think we have to give the english fans credit for this we like to give them a lot of shit and. Um, And we still will, but you've had the Formula E Grand Prix, which is a cracker, a championship Mm. deciding weekend in the middle of London. You've got uh, Wimbledon going on. You've got the Ashes that just started. And they've packed out the first practice of Formula One. Yeah,
1: it's like Melbourne. Um, Yeah. They've just decided, look, the weather's a bit shit, but it's London, that's going to happen. Yep. Uh, We'll rock up anyway. And I tell you what, I don't think anyone walked away from any of those disappointed. No. Um, Especially if you like seeing Nick Kyrgios do his nana at everything. Yeah. Um, yeah, I uh, think so. We've got, we got to give the British fans um, a
0: well deserved round of applause for that one. So, well done, guys. And yeah, don't expect yeah. too many nice things being said about you. But well, we, unfortunately, Ashes is about
1: to start. So, you know, you can probably end right there. Uh, you guys are going to get smashed.
0: Yeah, we'll be doing an Ashes podcast as well. So, if you get sick of the on field misery or if you want to make her eat her own words, then listen in.
1: Yeah, I'll bet a cherry ripe on. Uh, Australia to win every match oh we're betting pints all day <laughs> pints all day but anyway back on to Silverstone yeah um quali really didn't throw up that many surprises um no nah. you know the, the guys that are missing out Merry and Stevens, uh Button Alonso Felipe Nasser he had trouble all weekend with his uh engine unit yeah but um looking at Mary, 139 is his quali time and when you're looking at pole is a 132 and they're looking after their tyres at that time yeah. you're kind of thinking fuck me where is
0: Marussia gonna go Exactly. And you look at, I mean, they had an extra sponsor on this weekend, I
1: think. It was Body Flex or something like that. They've actually done okay getting sponsorships. They've done well, yeah. And I guess, um, you know, when the camera's on the leader and they're getting lapped by the leader the most, they're probably trying to translate that into sponsorship dollars, which, you know, even on the last car at F1, (gasps) you're still getting in front of, you know, 100 million people.
0: Yeah, I mean, you look at the McLaren, that's pretty barren with sponsorship at the moment and they've had a downturn in form, so... Uh, just
1: The, the barren McLaren.
0: Yep, just um, sort of attracting any sort of new sponsors to Formula One is a great effort from Marussia. So, I mean, I'm pretty sure at the start of the season, I like canned is them as just um, trying to appease creditors and make it worthwhile to sell, but uh, completely wrong on that one. I think Graham Loden down there has been doing an excellent job. Um, but maybe maybe they are still trying to put a value in it and sell it, but it's going to be a worthwhile buy at least.
1: Or well, maybe... Um Old Graham's just trying to get himself a better job. If he, because if I can smash this out, yep. he can then send the resume to McLaren and say, look, boys, here's what I did with this piece of shit. Well, that's pretty fair reasoning too. He'd get, get a pay rise. Bloody oath. And I mean, you saw uh, McLaren
0: get a bullier from Lotus after he did a pretty good job there. And they've sunk him right in the ship. So <laughs> maybe Lotus will take over from Bernie or something and put his resume in for that one.
1: Yeah, in fairness, it's like, you can only polish and glitter a turd so far.
0: Yeah. And I think the real story with qualifying as well was... Um, the sort of strict policy on it adhering to the track limits. I can't remember what turn it was, but Charlie Whiting started, or was it Charlie Whiting or Nigel Mansell? I can't remember who was in charge of that. Yeah, he was a driver steward, but I can't remember who does the deleting. Um, Anyway, they started deleting (laughs) track times like they were threads on F1 Technical or something.
1: Yeah, I think um, Mansell, he doesn't mind a bit of a pint, and I think think the moustache might have taken over. I mean, he speaks like he's about eight deep permanently. (laughs) But uh, you can imagine him going... Nah, nah, fuck him. Nah, nah, nah. The stuff. I fuck the stuff and I can't even fucking say it. Nah.
0: That was never alright in my days.
1: <laughs> and he just got... To, I can imagine him and Coulthard having a couple of quiet brews. I'd like to see
0: him and River Benny talk to each other. I think they'd seriously bore each other to sleep just with the sound <laughs> of their voice.
1: Actually, I think um, Coulthard and Mansell probably took the same helmet size too. I think, I think they're more likely to fight if they ever had a pint together <laughs> as opposed to have a conversation.
0: Yeah, but... I'm pretty sure DC isn't a huge fan of Mansell. But, but and they're and northerners. Just
1: because they're going to fight doesn't mean they don't
0: like each other. Well, one's Scottish and one's English, so well, I can go for it. It'll be almost like your um, champion of Britain or whatever the fuck you're... I don't know. If they're still in Britain, I don't know. Stay in the Isles and the UK or that shit.
1: Yeah, it's like the Irish. You know, you can belt the piss out of each other and then drink afterwards. Or you can drink first and, build and then belt the piss out of each other. The order doesn't really matter. That's exactly right. But in the end, there's violence, alcohol, and maybe some sobbing and singing songs and cheering fans yeah and then they can both gang up on the Americans or something yeah so we saw um,
0: Ricardo got his final time deleted um, because he exceeded the track limits it would have put him in in 7th I think um, ahead of Kvyat but wasn't to be exceeded the track limits um, dropped down to 10th yeah all around a shitful
1: weekend for Danny Rick
0: yeah it was and um, I expected you know a bit better from Red Bull but it's a bit hard when your car just stops working but yeah um, you know, 7th and 10th, I think they,
1: they'd be disappointed, but they wouldn't be surprised, if that makes sense. Well, it just seems that Renault just aren't interested anymore. Um, yeah. When they were winning, uh, Carlos Ghosn was yeah. in charge of Red Bull. He was fronting the media every chance he got. He was trying to get every microphone in front of his face. And he was turning up. So. Yeah, and now that they're you know, struggling, he just seems to not give a shit, which um, it seems like for the last few years, when Red Bull was winning, he kept trying to, all right, we're winning. Can we win with less? Yeah, and then coming in with less, can we in yeah. with less, and until the downward uh, spiral in resources meant that when every other team caught up and the rules changed, yeah. they didn't have the resources to adapt. So now they're getting smashed, and he's like, "What? I have to spend more money again?" Yeah, no, yeah. no, we'll be fine. We'll, we'll just keep it as it is and we'll be fine. So like, yep. that's not the way this shit works. I, I have no idea how some of these administrators get their jobs.
0: Yeah. They must
1: just suck dick like hoovers.
0: Well, especially they, they never capitalized on the marketability of winning four drivers and four constructors' championships. And I think Red Bull were a bit disappointed in that as well. It's like, we've together we've achieved this, and I don't see any special edition car or anything like that. That's no, no, a fucking that Renault. Time, but.
1: Like, what is the sportiest Renault you can think of?
0: <laughs> you say, look, Mr. Newey, you uh, get down here and design a car for us, and we'll slap a Vettel sticker on it, and away we go. I have no idea why they Easy didn't do that.
1: that. I think they did a, a Vettel
0: edition of some of the, one of the little hatches, but who gives yeah, a fuck about that? Exactly right. I think, I think it was an, an Infinity, a Vettel Infinity or something like that it looked like. I think it was the Q6. It, it looked like a ripoff of uh, fucking Victoria Beckham's Land Rover. Yeah, it thing.
1: wasn't wasn't pretty. Um, Infinity don't have that hot car yet. Their Q80 comes out next year, I believe. Yeah. And that looks pretty sweet. Yeah. Um, but it, a lot of their cars are just meh.
0: Yeah. Yeah, I'm the same. I um, mean, you're not doing yourself any favours nowadays. Uh, so shit.
1: there's so many other cars in the Renault stable. I mean, what if you ended up going to Nissan and said, all right, we're doing a Vettel edition GTR. That motherfucker would fly.
0: <laughs> yeah, I don't reckon the Japs would be too keen on letting the Germans get a hand of there or naming one of their GTRs after a German. <laughs> yeah,
1: they don't give a shit. Um, especially if they get to have a look at uh, some of the other tech they can see over in Germany. Oh, they probably already are. Probably
0: got spies going on, all sorts of <laughs> shit. <laughs> They're running the, the micro-technology. Yeah, just well, building cars aren't going
1: so well for Japanese friends. Then again, last time the, the, Japanese, the Japanese and Germans teamed up, the world wasn't really a fan of that sort of shit. I don't know. I've seen lots of movies about it. You know, they have a day for it every year. <laughs> yeah, it ended with a bang. Yeah, you celebrate it.
0: It's a celebration.
1: But, you know, at least something good to come out of it. Can you imagine, a, even if Vitella is a bit of a tit, he could probably make a GTR that was even more exciting than the current one if that's possible.
0: Yeah, definitely. I mean, you just probably take all the traction control off it and get it sideways. <laughs> I think the difference is you could strip just about everything out of the GTR, and it'd be just as good because of the driver. That's mm. it. It's pretty much made. It's pretty much made like uh, the electronic assistance makes you able to be a Formula One driver just about.
1: And I'm basing that on just assumption and PlayStation, really. But oh, um, that's, that's all I'm basing on. <laughs> to
0: <the> Gran Turismo. <laughs> yeah. yeah,
1: but anyway, um, we saw uh, Saints <clears throat> Junior. Did pretty well, actually, yeah. in qualifying up in eighth. <laughs> he's having a good season. But he again, uh, he and Verstappen are just suffering so badly because they're smashing the major, the big team, Red yeah. Bull, but then the car dies in the race. Yeah, and the thing is, Verstappen, he's sort of taken a lot
0: of the credit because he's, he's so young and so people are a bit surprised having a backpedal on, on things they said pre-season about him. So I, I think, think that's kind of just put signs in the shadow a bit but I think it has been more consistent than Verstappen he's kept he's his nose a bit cleaner yeah and it looks mind like,
1: you Verstappen's 17 so yeah, this,
0: this is true and um, and look I'm, I'm not against Verstappen for the attitude the way he's approached it because I think um, you've got to if you're going to be successful and that's the attitude you're looking for
1: in drivers so you know I mean I don't particularly like
0: it but I understand you know it's just the way it's got to be actually
1: it was a funny thing from him when they were talking about the um, Grand Prix Drivers Association Yeah, and he said I'm not going to be a member I don't care what they say yeah. uh, I'm not paying them and they asked him why. You know, they, they're they trying to improve safety. They're trying to um, get things happening. Yeah. And he said, well, you know, I have to pay them and I don't see them doing much. And if I go in there, are they going to listen to a 17-year-old boy? Yeah. No. Uh, you know, I can't imagine Fernando Alonso, Kimi Raikkonen, yeah. uh, you know, Sebastian Vettel talking. Yeah. And then up pops uh, Verstappen with, oh, actually, I actually think we should do it this way. They'd be like, shut the fuck up, Junior, and sit down. Yeah. I mean,
0: I completely agree. Because I think... I think he just about is Fernando Alonso 15, 20 years ago. How is Fernando these days? 34. So. Yeah, 34. Yeah, he's like a younger. I think. Because, I mean, Alonso was a bit of an
1: arsehole when he was younger, when he was first coming up. He's a bit of an arsehole now. Yeah, I, it's, I, it's true. Even the nicest F1 guys, which I put Daddy Ricardo up there, you yeah. have to have that bit of arsehole.
0: Yeah. Especially,
1: yeah. you know, as soon as you put that helmet on, mm-hmm. you need to be like, nah, fuck everyone else. I'm going at it. Yeah, yeah, pretty much. Um. The Actually, in the in the race itself, the one who didn't, I thought, was Bottas. Uh, yeah. He didn't have enough arsehole about him. Yeah,
0: yeah, definitely. I mean, well, let's move on to the race then. Um, yeah. So it was the start, wasn't it, that sort of um, played everyone's hands. He had uh, Lewis complaining about
1: his... was a tyre, tyre temperature. Yeah, but that's under his control.
0: Yeah, that's true, but I don't know. It just seems... Uh, says a lot about the headspace in the warm lap when you're going into it, and especially where you're, they're changing the rules um, from next race, I think. Oh, no, from August to um, completely manual starts, so mm. no assistance. So these things are going to become more and more important is how you get the tyres up like to temperature on the out lap or your your siding lap. Mm. And, um, wow, Williams just blitzed them, both of them.
1: They've had good starts for a long time, yeah. and Massa's ability to smash that one, yep. it just looks fantastic. Uh, Remind Massa,
0: me of Lonto in the Ferraris yes, when he was doing that.
1: Yeah, he had some brilliant starts. Yeah. Um, unfortunately, it seems like McLaren's stuck in reverse at the moment. <laughs> yeah. But yep. uh, that was... With McLaren, this is the pain they knew they'd have. Yeah. But I think um, they kind of thought there'd be a little bit more brightness and speckles on there. They yeah. thought they'd be fighting for points instead of celebrating a point. Yeah, yep. But, uh, look, it, it's the way it's going to be. And next year, I reckon they'll be coming back. But for this race, they had one that fucking sucked.
0: Yeah. Um, it was going that in the first instant, wasn't
1: it? Yeah, the first corner... The um, Maldonado and Grosjean hit caused yeah. the two McLarens to come together and I Alonso
0: th- hitting for a nose cone. I think it was Ricardo getting a bit out of shape there, I reckon, after race. Oh, um, I won't um, have
1: I, you besmirch my good mate Ricardo's yeah,
0: name. I didn't see it, so I'm just saying that's what they were saying. And you know, drivers are full of shit most of the time, so I wouldn't uh, believe them, but yeah, apparently you got a bit out of shape and that caused a bit of a chain reaction between the two Lotuses. But the thing is, that's I, the I same as same as think. every other race ever.
1: I don't think Maldonado and Grosjean need any encouragement to get out of shape.
0: No, not at all. I mean, both of them are wasting more money than Greece' treasury at the moment, so...
1: Jesus Christ. I tell you what, if Greece went into carbon fiber panel beating, yeah. they could recover half their debt in a couple of races, I reckon. Yeah, yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah, well, maybe they've lost it, mess in that same shit as well.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Just send a Greek guy around. It was like, my friend, he will fix you. That was <laughs> a terrible Greek. That was more Italian, but yeah. Eh,
0: maybe their Greek friend is Italian anyway. Fuck it, who knows? It's real, it's going on Calabria or something. Um, lap four, um, that's when Verstappen ended up going out, I think. Um, I don't know if it was, uh, a fallout from something in that first lap incident, if he somehow got too close to someone, but and it looks like he just lost it going straight or just touching the curb or something. And, um, I found it funny that, I think it was last week or maybe this week, leading up to the race, he was talking the to Toro Rosso being the second best car on the grid. As soon as he loses it, going and brought straight, and it's the worst piece of shit machinery ever. <laughs> yeah. Uh
1: what we are talking about before with botass being a bit too nice, I thought yep. that was what happened with uh, Hamilton. Because he's trying to hold Hamilton off and yeah. they're a bit side by side. Uh, you see when they're pulling into the the uh, S-bends, yep. he gave Hamilton far too much room. Yeah, and I And didn't yeah. close the door. Yeah. Which is, you know, if you want to be the nice guy, that's fine. But Hamilton didn't fucking return the favour.
0: Yeah, and he never would.
1: No, uh, look you have to have that sort of competitive nature. Yeah. You don't want to bump the dude off the road, but you need to make him believe that that gap's going to close.
0: If he's not on the road, it's good for you. So, I mean, and you get, you get mm. the, the right. If you're in front like that, you've got the right to take the proper racing line, which was coming out of that corner and pushing him off the road. But then you had to keep that line and not try and go back on the racing line because that's what screwed him, was that yeah. you're not going fast enough to warrant that being a faster line.
1: And in the end, he did manage to stick past Hamilton, but uh, he was getting held up by Massa. And yeah. there was a bit of talk in the commentary. You know, should they let him through or whatever? It did seem like Bottas had the pace, and he could yeah. have made the move stick. Yeah. But uh, for whatever reason, they said no. Stay back, stay back. And when they finally released him, uh, the tires were too even, and he couldn't get the move done.
0: Yeah, yeah.
1: Um, Plus Massa, he's been around a bit. He, he's seen all the tricks.
0: Exactly right. And if there's anyone who's moving the team,
1: orders it's going to be Massa. So. Yeah. But <laughs> the problem was they they did it exactly wrong.
0: Yeah. Like, uh, yeah. If you're
1: going to let people go, let them go at the start. Yeah. And, you know, they can sort out their own order. Yeah. But as it was, by having Bottas held back at the start, yeah, uh, it meant that he was pushing all over uh, Massa yeah. and allowing Hamilton to catch up. yeah. And then once they said, oh, if you can ta- pass him, then Massa had to go defensive, yeah. which slows up both of them, which means that Hamilton catches up again. Yeah, I mean, that's exactly right. I mean, if Williams are looking for a race strategist, I'm available. <laughs> um, I'd make no guarantees, but I'll tell you what. You guys made every wrong decision this weekend. That's exactly right. And I mean, I think
0: that their, their logic of. Um, well, p- people have been talking about team orders a lot after this race. And regardless if you're for team orders or against team orders, this was the wrong call. Because if you're for team orders, the order should have been to allow Valtteri through and then they could help each other pull
1: away like that. Or drop Valtteri back. Have him yeah. defend Hamilton. Like one way or the other. Yeah. Because what you want, ideally, is a 1 2 finish. Yeah. And that's not going to happen while both races are racing each other and holding each other up. Yeah. They need to either let the faster guy through and the slower guy uh, backs the pack up a little bit. yeah, Or vice versa. Um, the slower guy goes ahead, conserves tyres a little bit, lets them catch up, and Bottas holds up Hamilton and Rosberg. Because yeah. as soon as you back Hamilton and Rosberg, you know they're going to fight. Yeah. But as it was, they gapped Rosberg and let Hamilton all over their ass. Yeah. So, I don't know. They... It makes no sense to me, and uh, I tell you what, I would be scared of Claire Williams on a rampage. She seemed like she'd have a bit of fire and brimstone about her. Bloody oath. And,
0: I mean, the, the logic for it was they were saying, let's not overtake this work together and pull away. I think they've been watching too much Tour de France, because this is yeah. not how it works. No, and especially, especially when
1: you're already in the DRS zone.
0: Well, especially when the people you're trying to pull away from built your engine. Yeah. Like, kind of, they've probably got the same engine as you, I reckon. Maybe better.
1: Well, it's not going to be worse. But it, it it just didn't make much sense. And look, it, I I don't know why. I, I dare say Frank Williams had a few things to say about it too. I don't know if anyone understood them, but he would have had a few things to say.
0: Yeah, yeah, definitely. I mean. Then
1: again, it could have been coming from him, so maybe everyone just shut the fuck up when that one didn't work out. <laughs> <laughs> maybe they just told him, yeah, totally worked well, boss. Uh, another one to finish. We did yeah. well. That's and- the uh, ninth of the year. Uh, <laughs> yeah,
0: great. Yeah. I mean, you were talking about um, the team radio and they're saying it's too late to overtake now. You can see v- Valtteri almost pulled alongside him. It was like, you could order ordered a cheeseburger and
1: fries from him. It was that close. Yeah. But oh, with the start, how good was Hulkenberg? Oh yeah. I, Gunned it. Uh Williams did brilliantly, but Holkenberg went from ninth to fifth. That yeah. just cut through them like a knife. Yep. Fully committed. He he is doing fucking fantastically since his uh WEC win. Yeah.
0: He's he's driving way above the potential of that car.
1: Um but, he, he needs a better car. Yeah. Uh put him in a better car next year. Uh I I, I have no clue why any team wouldn't want him. He he has yep. just shown um Reliability, ambition, tenaciousness, yeah, and just that—that uh, that determination to make it happen.
0: Yep, and the so, team could have got him for cheap before this season.
1: Well, I still think you're getting for cheap because he just wants to be in a good car. Yeah, that's true. I think if you went to him and said, "Look, we're not going to pay you shit, but we'll give you a ride in a Merck and we'll, yeah. Rosberg's twisted his ankle or some bullshit, I don't yeah, know. <laughs> um, or a Ferrari, I, I dare say he'd jump at the chance.
0: Exactly. Oh, yeah, he's German as well, so
1: yeah, I, I think. Um, I think he's probably going to get shut out, though. I can't see Mercedes moving. And if Ferrari get another driver in, it's probably going to be Bottas, Ricardo, one of yeah. those guys. Yeah. But uh, so, but I think it'll happen for the Hulk. I think he's got a good chance. He just needs to keep plugging away.
0: Definitely. And I mean, that's one of the good things coming through is uh, we always complain about the pay drivers getting too much opportunity. But it's good to see a couple that are uh, getting through the cracks, like uh, Bottas and well, I mean, Ricardo had a pretty strong driver program coming through, but it makes it interesting for the good drivers that are waiting in the wings, which we'll get onto that McLaren in a bit. But what's um, um, happened That's all right. Um, once they finally gave the order that uh, Rosberg and Bottas was allowed to overtake Massa, um, Massa using the tarot strips like their banana peels.
1: <laughs> yeah, he did a bit <laughs> of, of the planning. Mario Kart thing, didn't he? Wow, well, it's a bit of a wily veteran move, isn't it? Look, I don't think that should be looked at at all. Nah. But I do think that's a very veteran move. That's yep. uh, Schumacher esque.
0: Yeah, that's just oh, he went close to you. Wow, I've got a few bugs in my visor now.
1: Yeah, I think uh, you know he didn't throw the glove out. I think yeah. he thought about it. Yeah. But um, look, it, it's one of those moves that, while probably technically against the spirit of uh, good competition for all yeah. old, old boy, yeah, that spirit was never really alive yeah. anyway. He's
0: too old to be playing that shit now. He's like, I don't give a fuck. What are you going to
1: yeah. do? Especially when. Um, he has had a shit few years. Yeah, and when he he saw that chance at the top step, he's like, "I'm fucking taking this." Yep. And as as he should have too. I mean, do you it, reckon if they told him to pull over and let Bottas past, he would have done it, or would he be like, uh, "Sorry, <coughs> radio um, <off. coughs> can't hear"? I think
0: maybe he would have uh, begrudgingly done it, but it wouldn't. It would, he would have made it easy, but he would have been saying, "I'm sticking on his gearbox," and when he doesn't get away from me, I'm taking him back again.
1: Yeah, which you know that was probably a fair enough call, but I think Bottas would have gapped him to be honest. Yeah. But, um, yeah, and then next defining moment in the race was the Hamilton undercut. Yeah, that's it. Because they managed to hold each other up. When uh, Hamilton pitted from third, he managed to get both of them.
0: Yeah, but there's also a bit of funny buggers from Merck as well, trying out a fake pit stop.
1: Yes. That's That's a bit cheeky. I did see uh, Susie Wolfe came out and said, you know, who are you trying to fool Uh, to Toto? So, technically you're supposed to punish that. You're not allowed to go out... Uh, and set up a pit stop, yeah. Unless your guys are actually coming in, yeah. But you know, it was very early in the window, so I, I don't see it being a big deal. They didn't block anyone's access to the garage, yeah. you know, being the last garage, yeah. So you know, I, I actually don't mind the mind games on it as long as you're not blocking anyone's access, exactly right.
0: As long as you're not physically getting the road of anyone's um, uh, race, yeah, that, that pit box is yours. I think
1: yeah. you do whatever the fuck you want that pit box, <laughs> otherwise, it's I yours. think uh, most other. Like if you're a Ferrari, and you're next to Mercedes yeah. in the pit boxes. Well, I think it was Red Bull next to Mercedes. Anyway, yeah. um, you'd have someone out there twenty four seven just so yeah, they exactly. can't pull in easy. Yeah, um, and maybe leave a few spare tires or tools. Around yeah, tacks. you'd
0: have some big Italian gesticulating there, <laughs> you know, a an opera or something. Make it as wide as possible.
1: <laughs> have a dinner. I don't know. Yeah, um,
0: but yeah, was, the other thing pasta. is uh, pasta, um, The other thing was that there's been lots of complaints about the overregulation of Formula One as well. So I thought it was good that. I mean, technically it was a breach of the rules, but they didn't come down with a heavy hand in that situation because it would have taken something away from the race. Yeah, and look, it didn't affect the race at all. Yeah. So at least with the track limits, they didn't qualify. And then in the race, they let it go for a lot. They were just saying, look, this is the way it's got to be because you have to respect the race limit. You can't get the advantage from going yeah. off track. But in the race, you know, if things happen. You've got other things to concern yourself with. Like not dying. That's exactly right. That's an important part to, to winning the race.
1: Yeah, look... I- F1 drives have so much to think about. Like, just looking at that yeah. steering wheel, there's like 60 different options yeah. on that fucking thing. And you've got to think about that. And at the start, you've got to think about all the cars around you, what speed you're doing, what gear you're in. Uh, are you over Are you under Do you have yeah. front grip, rear grip? Uh, how's the downforce feeling? Yep. Uh, where's my teammate? What the fuck is going on? And, I, and then you've got to follow the racing line and then trying not to crash into everyone, Try not to let them crash into you, trying yep. to brake predictably. There's so many fucking things to think about. I don't think uh, worrying about 30 centimetres of track helps anyone.
0: That's it, yeah. Trying to get that good girl's cans out of your head as well. It's always tough. The other thing well, with for Lewis, everyone except Nico Rosberg. This is true. Um, the other thing, Lewis, he's got a sticker on the front of his helmet. It looks like, sort of, I don't know how to put this, but under the hood of lady parts. Well, Have you seen that one? yeah. But, Looks like it's got like a couple of ovaries coming down a uterus in a little batch. But let's batch. be honest,
1: Hamilton's fashion sense pretty much sticks on the uh, knobhead end of the scale. Um, there's a picture I'll put up on Facebook in a bit. He had weird red food glasses with flip-up um, mirror lenses that he was wearing afterwards, and he generally seems to shop at Dickheads R Us.
0: Yeah, well now he's—I mean—it was a vagina, so now his vagina heads are us, I guess. So. Well,
1: yeah. Um, but look, I think he's wealthy enough that that's considered eccentric. Um, and well, it was, he, but it was right over his mouth. That's what I don't get. And I mean, you got Nico with
0: um, Tampax on his forehead. Yeah, you've, you've got Hamilton with some reproductive diagrams on a his birth mouth. Canal. Yeah, I don't know what the fuck's going on down there at Mercedes, but um, I don't know. Maybe the fourth Reich's back.
1: I don't know, maybe Freud's been doing their marketing. Yeah, I mean... Or their painting. Yeah, so
0: just interesting little tidbit there for you. Um, Yeah, then they followed in um, Ricardo losing power in his engine, calling it a day.
1: Well, yeah, I mean, that was a a similar story for most of Renault, really. Most of this year, yeah. Um, Well, they only had... uh, Who'd they finish? Poor old Renault. Let's have a look. Um, Kvyat was the only one that finished for yeah. Renault, they lost out with uh, both Toro Rosso's. Sainz Junior dropped out on 31. He was having a decent race at that time. Yeah. Uh, you know, lapping fairly consistently. Um, and Danny Rick at lap 20, and then Verstappen at lap 3. And I think all three of them were engine-related. Or, you know, the power unit. Um, yeah. Some of them were having issues with the actual... Um, motor section, others with the recharge. but it, And I mean, Simon's
0: having issues trying to figure out where he parks a, a sick Formula 1 car. He didn't park at the, at the <laughs> yes. exit of a fucking turn. Like, that was just stupid. They talk about safety in Formula 1 and, you know, we're making all these concessions in the name of safety. And then Especially you these, when it's greasy.
1: And you go do something like
0: that, that's just fucking stupid. Like, I'm, that should be penalised.
1: I'm glad they did uh, safety car it because yeah. uh, when the Bianchi thing happened a while back, uh, it was the same sort of thing. Cars in a runoff area. All right, we're gonna have to get marshals and machinery out. Yeah, and they didn't safety car it. And a lot yes. of a lot of uh, very esteemed commentators said, "Well, it shouldn't be necessary." You are right; it shouldn't. But that time, it fucking was. And a dude, well, we still don't know if he's going to come out of his coma. Yeah, um, he's paying the price. Of, yeah, he he didn't help his own matters, but. Come on, we, we need to look after the drivers when we can. And the thing is, I love safety cars. It bunches it up, adds another little element of excitement. I
0: just don't like them taking fucking 10 laps. Yeah. Like, there's an easy way to do it. And the thing is, the other thing... Well, for
1: that one, they had the virtual safety car.
0: Why don't, well, instead of a virtual safety car, why don't we just make it that you're not allowed to overtake the Marouches? Oh, right, i Do that. Then everyone's got to bunch up. Can't overtake There was like a little mini battle behind everyone, but you're just not allowed to overtake the Marouches. That'd be sensational. That'd be like the most exciting safety car ever.
1: Yeah. <laughs> Either that or the safety car is just last year's car. Like whoever but The Marooshas. No, no. Whoever wins the, the world championship, their winning car becomes the next year's safety car.
0: <laughs> yeah, except for these days, the safety car would be going like 10 seconds a lap quicker than the current cars. <laughs> could be fucking interesting then, could not it? <laughs> like the, the V10 um, from was it, 2002,
1: is that when they were around? 2004 yeah, or something like that? 2004. It could be interesting to see who drove that. Um, <coughs> You'd have
0: to give it to Kumasato, surely. Oh, a,
1: a, could you imagine if um, they had former drivers like yeah. um, Weber? Yep. Mattel's leading the thing. Weber's driving the safety car. He's like I'm backing this motherfucker up. Break test. Break test. <laughs> <laughs> oh, someone's crashed into the safety car. How the fuck that happened? <laughs> <laughs> it's all right, lads. Got another one. <laughs> Payback's a bitch, cunt. <laughs> actually, his book's out too. I need to read that. Yeah. It looks like it'd be fantastic.
0: Too, yeah. Did you see? Uh, <laughs> I think it was. Um, he's the New Zealand fella? Mitch racing GP2, I think it is, GP3, Mitch Evans. Yep, yep. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, um, I think he, he's under Weber's wing doing something with him, but uh, he posted a picture of um, him when he was, I think, 5, and now when he's 20, or something like that. And um, Evans is like, geez, what happened? And Webber replies, your balls dropped, mate. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Fucking dry. But, so, yep, that's pretty much it. But yeah, I mean, towards the end, the good thing we're seeing... Um, both Marushas managed to finish the race. Yeah. They've been doing pretty well in terms of finishing.
0: Yeah, they have. Um, well, remember, it was at Chilton when he was with them, or Matt Marusha or Manor, whatever they were, and that guy's, he had like a incredible run of finishes.
1: Yeah, in fairness, they've got the Ferrari engines, which are probably yeah. the second best engine on the grid, and they're not really pushing them that hard. That's exactly right. I mean... It seems like they're rev-limited or something. Yeah, and
0: the aero isn't, hasn't been developed at all since last year, I think, so...
1: No, I think their aero is pretty much just uh, give a four-year-old a crayon yeah, and uh, see what works. Uh, and,
0: I mean, they're doing a good job for, you know, what their budget must be. Ten bucks. Yeah, fuck all. Yeah, Run on credit, more or less. <laughs> just trying to find um, any banks that'll give them a credit card and away you go. Um, but, yeah, like I said, with um, Hamilton getting the undercut, um, Williams was a bit too late on that call. I thought Williams should have been driving the race there and initiating the call to guard against the undercut. I thought it could have been a chance that they bring Bottas in and um, stick him on a different strategy to Felipe.
1: To me, that would have been smarter because Bottas is getting held up. All right, drop him back, get some clean air, get some new tyres, and off you go. Um, But instead, they just sort of did a wait and see, wait and see. And they didn't have the initiative. They didn't control the race.
0: Yeah. And one thing I think with Williams is that they have tend to have shown that their pressure decision-making has been horrible. Like they've well, made, it's been
1: conservative. Yeah. They've, well, they've, they've made
0: off-track good, good judgments mm. off-track and good mm. calls off-track, but when it's in the crunch time, and that's, that's a winning
1: time. It th- seems like failed. no one wants to be wrong. Yeah, so yeah. instead of taking what seems like a risk, yeah. uh, no one wants to be the one to front up with Frank and Claire and say, oh yeah, I fucked up. Yeah. So I don't know whether that's uh, a, a top-down issue, and everyone's just trying to yes-man it or yeah. whether it's just the way they've decided their season's going to be. They wanted consistency rather than to go for wins. Yeah. Um, but if you're not trying to win, what are you doing out there? Yeah, that's exactly right. Like I, I dare say if you got Will Stevens leading a race... He's going to try and keep that fucking spot, yeah. even if he has to drive Hamilton, Rosberg, and every other tr- driver off the track. Yeah, he's going to think, "Fuck me, I'm in a chance here. I don't yeah. give a shit if I'm in the worst car. Exactly. I want to be on the top step of the podium."
0: Yeah, and I mean,
1: he's yeah, unrelentless, un- un- uh, relentless. Yeah, that's what he's looking for. <laughs> but it, it seems like the engineers are you no know, too worried about offending um, the race that the, the Williamses. Yeah. Like uh, well, it's
0: Also, is it Patrick Head or Patrick Simmons down there? Simmons, I believe.
1: He's the one that owns the other half of Williams, isn't he? Mm-hmm. Well, not the other half, a quarter or whatever he's yeah. got. It. Um, but yeah, it, like, if you're a race engineer, your job is to get your driver as far up that fucking order as yeah. possible. And if that means driving all the way by your teammate, so be it. Yeah. Because at the end of the day, you're racing him too. Yeah. The The team can say, we want a, the best result for the team. Yeah. That's cool. They'll still sack your ass if you get beaten consistently by your teammate. And the thing
0: is, I mean, with Rob Smedley coming over from Ferrari, I thought his days of being scared of management would have been over. But,
1: yeah, maybe not. I don't know. Maybe there's just too many decision makers. Yeah. Maybe it ends up being a discussion that goes on too long. I have no idea. Yeah. Um, You need that one arrogant, crazy bloke who's like, yep, no, here's what we're doing, go for it. And just no second (laughs) guessing, no uh, crazy sort of what-ifs. You plan ahead. Yeah. If things go pear-shaped, or, you know, in this case, it went brilliantly. They, they wouldn't have expected to be leading on the first lap. Yeah. Um, I think they sort of thought, fuck, we, we, we're, we're in. It's well, like when, you know, the ugly kid asked the hot chick out, and she's like, yeah. You're like, fuck, I didn't even know where I was going to go now. Yeah, like, shit. That was I don't have money. <laughs> shit. <laughs> Got to sort some shit out.
0: Yeah, I think, I mean, Ross Perron's always been the... Um Sort of genius in those situations, and I think that's where F one's missing out. Thinking he could definitely sell into one of these teams like Williams or um, McLaren and do a lot of good.
1: I think if they could afford him, yeah, because he,
0: he he wouldn't be going cheap. Well, no, it's a matter if he wants to. I think I think money for him is just a, a um, side side.
1: Well, yeah, a once, once you're at the uh, top step of F one and you've been in it a while, the money just a way of keeping score. Yeah, that's exactly right. Like, I mean, like Newey, he's like, oh, go design yachts. Fuck it! Yeah, now he's an Aston Martin or something. I think he's doing that, and yeah, that right. will be brilliant. I, yeah. I don't know anything about it other than Nui is designing an Aston Martin. Yep, Aston Martin's a gorgeous car already. Yeah, but it's getting a bit like the Nine One One,
0: where it's just looking the same after the same after the same. Yeah, but I, I like that. I, I like how
1: they've got just this classic, um, quiet aggression about them. Yeah, it's kind of like looking at you, like, well, if you want to go, we can go. I'll beat you. Yeah, but we can do that. And, I mean, it seems that sort of style
0: is just being copied by every manufacturer now. I mean, right down through to the sort of um, Mitsubishi Lancers, through to the Mondeos, through to the... Big yeah, the big open mouth grill. Everything, yeah, the open mouth grill. And also the the rear lights, same as like the Jags got now.
1: Yeah. Aston Martin are kind of more Jaguar than Jaguar. Yeah. But um, Jaguar just tends to make cars for old bankers these days. Yeah. except With a few exceptions, but... Aston, Martin. the sound of an Aston Martin is gorgeous oh, too yeah. just the yep. the design and I would love to own one yeah um, I don't even care what
0: model actually I'd love to borrow one <laughs> <laughs> I think yeah I'd have much more fun if it was borrowed <laughs> yeah rental
1: yeah maybe I'll think about buying one after it just kick the tyres nah this car's fucked mate yeah but speak about Aston Martin um, there's been rumours this week about them getting involved in F1 yeah um, I, I wish it was true but I I honestly can't see why Mercedes would translate five uh, percent because they own five percent of Aston Martin. Yeah, why they would bother bringing Aston Martin in and rebadging their own engines, and Aston Martin's not going to develop their own engines. Yeah, so I really don't get why they would. What's in it for them?
0: I think it's just the straight up um, offsetting the cost of engines, mainly. That's the, that's what they've said. Hmm. But I mean, like most F one deals, if it's going to go through, it'll be from lots of dodgy backdoor sort of uh, negotiating and shit. So you can see Red Bull or Dietrich getting together with the um, Mercedes team and they'd work something out. gentlemen's agreement, handshake, nothing written down, you know, um, it's going to be good for the benefit of Formula One. Maybe we'll throw a bit of technology away or something outside of Formula One we'll help you with. Cause you gotta, you gotta remember that Red Bull's a fucking big brand. They're not in cars, but yep. they're a fucking huge brand. They got plenty of cash and they've got plenty that they can offer big car companies like Mercedes.
1: True, true. Especially just in promotion. Exactly. Because, you know, Mercedes these days, you think of yeah. the most common Mercedes you see are the mummy boobies. Mummy yeah. yeah. Um, you see them lined up at the gates of school. Yeah. And Mercedes makes some gorgeous cars. Fuck yeah. Uh, especially the, the AMG models. Yeah. Well, maybe but only the AMG ones. Well, yeah, <laughs> yeah, pretty much only those. <laughs> but they make some. Boxy, tanky, just yeah. mass-produced crap too. But you can see what their little AMG
0: hatchies. Like, I think they look sensational. I love them. You can see them fanging around in X Games at their rally yeah, drivers and yeah. that. Which Mercedes aren't in that market, but Red Bull, fuck, they own the market.
1: Well, yeah, especially with um, Ken Block in his Fiesta. Yeah, yeah, that yeah, thing. exactly. Well, the Ken Block sort of branched out with his Hoonigan yeah, brand these yeah, days, his but Monster
0: as well, I think. Yeah,
1: um, but yeah, I, I, I don't think Aston Martin will get involved directly i i wish they would yeah because i think it'd be a brilliant one for them especially because at the moment they're a british brand yep. and that's kind of it yeah uh i think if they're going to compete with guys like lamborghini uh audi much yep. anything under that brand yeah uh, under the vw uh headline they need to be able to point to that yeah. sort of thing uh and you've got audi smashing the wec yep. porsches in there now mercedes and f1 ferrari as well there's really nothing you can point to Aston Martin and say yeah. they own that segment, yeah. uh, except for the British, British segment. Yeah, the British market, the Top Gear market, more or less. Yeah, um, um, and they're th- only competing against Jaguar, and Jaguar haven't done shit. Yeah, and, but I think
0: a lot of times when you hear stories like this and they get beat up, a lot of times it's just a decoy, or it's um, yeah. some other sort of vested interest in maybe driving down the desire for them to partner up with a team like Audi or or... Who are they? The Audi, though? they were hooked up. There were talks about Audi a while yeah. back. Um, so, I mean, if you, if you put Audi out. And Porsche. Yeah, if you put out sort of this sort of press, it makes Audi and Porsche seem like you've got more options, which gives them less on the true negotiating enough, table. Enough. And look. So, I'll be surprised, like you, if I remember, with Aston Martin, but I think this is a little decoy happening for another. I think we'll see the real contender emerge probably about November once this season's done.
1: And I would say leading those would be Porsche. Yeah, um, I think Porsche. Sorry, because. Porsche has largely become irrelevant in a lot of the, um, yeah. the high-end car markets these yeah. days. Because if you're looking at... Uh, the, they make some gorgeous cars. The the GT3 is a fantastic they got the, car. the current winning Le Mans engine, don't they? The Porsche put yeah. that. And there's a hybrid as well. So you can
0: see some sort of cross-relevancy between those two sporting... Yeah, um, and, those two and Weber two. was in the, the second car of
1: that. Yeah, yeah. So, you know, there's already a link. Yep. Yeah. Um, I could see a lot of value for Porsche there. Just yeah. because when you think fast cars, yep. at the moment it's all um the Audi R eight, Lamborghini, uh The Mercs and Beamers, who's their main competitors, I think. Yeah. They, I'll put them a little bit above Beamer. Um Yeah. But and maybe a little bit above Merck. But the most common Porsche you see again is the mummy mobile. The yeah. Cayenne, which is just a Or, or, or the
0: the Mr. Mummy Boxster. Ugh. It's like I'm not I'm not I'm not under the thumb. I've I've got a Porsche and and dude, this is, you got a this boxer. This is totally my real hair.
1: Yeah, you got a boxer, champ. <laughs> yeah, in fairness, the Boxster it is the shittiest Porsche. It's an expensive MX-5, but it's still a Porsche. It, it's still uh, better than most of the other um, drop tops you're going to see. Yeah. But it's still it, it, it's like dating a supermodel after she's retired by, for twenty years and yeah, you know, has kind of let herself go, and, uh, it's, it's and like, she still expects to be treated it's like, like a supermodel.
0: Dating supermodels, you know really nice but not hot younger sister you know yeah that too it's like you get get to be in the same family as the rest of the hot ones and you get to look at them often but you you don't get to stick the key in the ignition
1: well yeah it's kind of like um, you know if you go to one of those old swinger parties and everyone's throwing the keys in the fishbowl everyone sees oh Porsche and then you know the chick sees that it's a Boxster you're kind of like (laughs) she "She sees your keys and throws them back yeah pretty much (laughs) Um, but you know the same with the key it's just a tarted up to our egg yeah and yeah I, I can't stand that car. But apparently it sells like mad and the well, the Shermans tr- like tr- making their money.
0: The truth is that everyone drives cars and not many people know that much about them. That's just the way everything is. You know what I mean? So That yeah. drives me insane. Yeah, me too. It drives me yeah, insane. Anyway, um, back to back to our race. <laughs> um, yeah, well, we'll, 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 we're known to go off tra- track here and there. Yeah. Come here. I I thought, we go off like can... track more than pasta, I think. Yeah. <laughs> <Come here. laughs> this has gone longer than pasta's oh, on, race. Hang on, hang on. Um, Black 22, that's when uh, Lewis got the undercut, came out just ahead of Perez, which was vital in him um, getting the undercut. But um, this is when he actually started managing his gap as well. He pulled mm. out to, uh, I think it was two seconds, two and a half seconds, out of DRS range. Um, and then that's when they got the call for a uh, warning for rain. And that's yep. when Nico was told to give it everything, which that's quintessentially what Christian Horner's going to have to do when Jerry divorces him. Give it everything. Who'd be richer? Well, Jerry now, she what she's got and half of Christian's, so...
1: Yeah. Actually, how long was that marriage? That was, fuck all.
0: I got married like a couple months ago, I think, so...
1: Yeah. Oh,
0: well. I mean, they're probably still together having a happy life, but... Yeah, that won't stop me from making up rumours. <laughs> <laughs> um. Yeah, that, and then after that's when the science car stopped, bringing out the verge of safety car which um which he went through but
1: yeah he's no. been unlucky science I like, I honestly at the start of the season I didn't rate him yeah, yeah but he has done himself absolutely no harm he's he's really good on track he's just <laughs> the cars a dog yeah yeah exactly like I was the same as you like I I rated him a little bit but I always thought that
0: um Tony Field's was going to get the other race seat not uh, mm. Verstappen but yeah they've made the right decision so that's why I'm sitting here yeah talking bollocks in I there but wouldn't jobs. be
1: surprised if they dropped uh, Verstappen back uh, to another Formula next year. Just because he he looks good, but he needs a lot more seasoning. Yeah. And he's driving on tracks he's never seen.
0: Yeah, this is true, I mean, but he's still better than half the other people that are driving the
1: thing, so... Yeah, true, but he's 17. He's yeah. got, you know, 15 years yeah. left in him.
0: But, so, know, yeah, you haven't seen many people go out and then come back and do anything, though. I think maybe Kobe Ashi will be the last one who had that season out with Ferrari. Yeah. Um, um, who was the other one? Was it Deboa from... Or was it Degrassi
1: from... Hockenberg dropped out for a season, didn't he? I don't know. I think he dropped out for a few races. Um, I don't know. But yeah, I don't know. It seems just tough to give a seventeen-year-old a, a car that's yeah. new as well. Well, that's the last time it will happen because they've changed the
0: rules now, haven't they? Where you've got to be eighteen, I think.
1: Yeah, to and to get your license. I don't actually agree with that. I think if you can pass the license tests and yeah. people are willing to be a drive, go nuts. I don't care if you're seven years old. Yeah. yeah. Um. Although I kind of think that'd be a bit rough, but. Uh, Considering Susie Wolf took what forty tries to pass the super license, something stupid like that, yeah. And then Verstappen does it in an hour and a half. Uh, I, I think you can kind of say, you know, he kind of deserves it. Yeah.
0: Well, I mean, Susie could be the only pay reserve driver. She? <laughs> Pretty much. Gives you money, and I don't know. Anyway, and like, that's not because she's a woman; it's because she's shit. Yeah. Ah, oh, she's love. She seems lovely. Like, yeah, she, she seems, seems fantastic. I'd love to have around the place. <laughs> know, she
1: seems quite passionate, but I think she'd be better off. Uh, <laughs> Finding an alternate way to
0: contribute to Formula 1. William's Formula E team. Chuck Susie in there. I think should get smashed there too. Yeah, but I mean, I'm trying
1: to give some positives to her. I don't want to completely slam her. She seems nice. Yeah, I'd I'd, I'd rather see Silvestri in F1, to be honest. Yeah. Simone de Silvestri. I think she she has a lot of talent. But then again, she's winning in... Oh, not winning. She's competing in IndyCar and doing quite well. Yeah. But, uh, well, anyway... More, yeah. more more tangents
0: yeah well we've got plenty more coming up too um, so the rest of the race was when the rain started coming in and that sort of triggered off um, the pit pit stops Vettel overtake, overtook Kimi and then Kimi pulled in for Inters for the first one of the main yeah, ones he, that cared. he pulled in about three laps too early yeah it was and it looked like Vettel was chasing him down and uh, it was, a, it was a gamble, but it wasn't just a silly gamble. The track wasn't wet enough, but mm. no one anticipated that it was going to dry out and then come heavy. Everyone anticipated just that yeah. one block of rain, and that was
1: it. Well, this is where Williams did make the right choice, because Bottas was saying, I need to come in, I need to come in. They're like, no, stay out, yeah. stay out. Yeah. And that turned out to be the correct choice. Yep. Had he come in, he would have had to make another pit stop and it would have been shit.
0: Yeah. And, um, like, and like they said on the broadcast, was the thing that messed them up was that they had to stack their drivers afterwards. Yeah.
1: And that's why I think that that's why Williams
0: should have uh, driven this race from the front you get in and you can learn from those pit stops where you pit um, Massa on the same lap as, or on the first lap for the first stint, and you avoid the undercut from um, Lewis, and you give yourself that space where, when this mm. pit stop comes around, yep. you have a bit more of a gap where you don't need to to stack the drivers. And like, they didn't literally stack behind each other, but Bottas had to slow down in order to make sure that that didn't happen.
1: Yeah, he still lost about six seconds.
0: Yeah, yeah, and which, which we saw he only just come out in front of Nico after that pit stop, and Nico took him in. I think it wasn't too much. Didn't yeah, too much
1: unfortunately, Bottas probably could have been on the top step and he had to settle for fifth.
0: Yeah. Um, yeah.
1: Which is, it's still a good result, yep. but nowhere near what he could have been.
0: Yeah, and I mean, Hamilton got lucky for the, for the lap that he chose to pit. And they were saying that uh, him and Vettel, well, I heard Vettel's post-race uh, comments, and he said that he was just a split second up, diving in, let him know, came in inches, and it was simple as that. It was just a, a line call where it was mm. one that he made. Yep. Uh, came in. I think Lewis was the same. And when he was going into there, it looked line call. As soon as his tyres went on, it started bucketing down.
1: Yeah. I think um, if they could decide the perfect moment, it was probably about 30 seconds after Hamilton did. Yep. Yeah. But, you know, you can't do a lap in 30 seconds. So yep. that was the prime lap to come in. Yep. And Vettel was probably right on the dot. Yeah. Um, he had the absolute perfect chance. And even with that, he he had just some serious pace. Yeah.
0: And look, this gave the sort of a uh, crescendo to the race, which I really enjoyed as well. I thought it was a good little variable that came through and one that you can usually expect at the British Grand Prix, is a bit of rain.
1: Yeah,
0: yeah. So you just have to make sure you keep that clean for the cricket because don't none of this bullshit Monty Panasar and fuckers hanging on for a day, batting, blocking, and doing a Graham Gooch.
1: Yeah, no, they're going to get smashed.
0: Yeah. So, yeah, the rain came too late for Kimmy, who pitted uh, about three laps too early. Um, I, I, I feel sorry guys. for Kimmy.
1: He was chewing their ear off as well in the... Um, in the radio messaging. Yeah. They're trying to tell me everything, and he's just like, just shut the fuck up.
0: Yeah, exactly. And I mean, especially since you, you can't really understand Kimmy's English at the best times, and the Italian team usually speak in Italian, so I don't know how they talk at all.
1: What do you want me to do? Just shut up and let me drive.
0: <laughs> I think I was forced India.
1: <laughs> yeah, I can't do. it I can't, I can't do it right in an accent. It's it, it's unimpressionable. Yeah, I think I need to remove all emotion from my from my I think, head. I, I think you
0: did pretty good. Like before you started recording, oh, it was pretty decent. But could be just a bit of the the spotlight. Yeah, that was pretty way off.
1: better. In fact, it was perfect. Yeah, it was it was absolutely perfect. I yeah. wish you could have seen it, heard it. Yeah, I'll, I'll draw a picture.
0: Um, so yeah, that Vettel came out in third place after um, the following pit stops happened. That was yeah. Yeah, what he gained out of it. Um, Lewis overtook Massa easy on Inters. It wasn't really hard to regain that place again. And then Massa came in, obviously, the lap later, which led to the double stack, and that's when it all went to shit for Williams. And they would have some serious meetings about their strategy calls, uh, pressure decisions.
1: And the the speed in the wet, it was terrible.
0: Yeah, well, it looked like... Because when you saw at the start of the race, when they were getting off the line, you're seeing around the corners, and there'd be a little bit of a twitch in the rear end coming around high-speed corners, but it'd be controlled twitch, which Mm. makes me think that actually got a pretty decent aero package there it looks simple but it looks like it might actually be quite effective but it looks like they're lacking mechanical grip because as soon Look, as the rain hit
1: it might also be their gear placed. ratio maybe they're a bit uh lower geared or they've got a bigger gap between say third and fourth than uh, mercedes yeah it could Cause be if they're getting on the gas too soon and there's too much torque you get spin in the wet yeah but they just seem to be so ginger and we didn't see them spin in the wet so they didn't push it too far yeah, but that's the
0: thing is they couldn't push it too far. You can see mm-hmm. him definitely struggling around corners, and you see him getting out of shape a lot, like lots of um, the ass trying to come around. So I think maybe their strength because they just brought a new aero package from the last testing as well. I think because we had the fast fast tracks, and they've got the more twistier tracks coming up. And um, I think yeah, they maybe just lack their mechanical grip, and they got exposed in the wet. But um, yeah, only they they will know that. Just postulating, really.
1: Hey. We're we're like real journalists. We can
0: make shit up. Well, yeah. Well, to be honest, listen to the the commentary on Sky coverage. It was, I mean, I like DC. I don't DC. I like Damon Hill. I like Brundle. Um, I like Bruno Stener when he's doing his, his um, analysis. But the rest of them are the fucking shit house. To be honest, thinking yeah. If you want to rattle on and pretend you know what you're talking about, get a podcast like us.
1: Yeah, and we can pretend we're the best the fucking we can. It's yeah. Uh, it, it also it's hard watching Silverstone with the british commentary just because they're so parochial uh I'd look I, I don't pretend that australians are any different No, nah. it just gets boring talking about the crowd how much they're saluting lewis oh, hamilton it's just and,
0: outlandish statements too like saying that the uh, fuck was it the maggots what's that the maggots section, and beckets maggot, maggots and beckets in that sequence of corners definitely one of the most beautiful in the world like get the fuck out are you serious I like, probably the best one I could come to mind would be Laguna Seca with the corkscrew and uh, yeah. leading up to that over the blind hill. I mean, parabolica. You've got Parabolica, yeah. You've got the sequence of a rouge coming up uh, yeah. the left, right, then over the blind crest. Uh,
1: the bath at Monaco. And then
0: you look at this and it's just like a squiggle. And yeah. Not interesting at all. At all.
1: It's, uh, you know, one, two corner. Uh, that's fine. <coughs> fine to be proud of your home race that's alright
0: we, we gave the English lots of credit at the start of the show so now we've got free reign we are gonna
1: slam again now yeah I mean, look in fantasy it has been a rough time for English sportsmen that's uh, great love it they, except they, for Lewis, Lewis has been killing it so yeah no they haven't to. really won shit except for Lewis Hamilton and, and on top of that they get uh, beat a German which <laughs> th- that, they do they're,
0: plus they're winning stuff for the Germans as well so
1: kind of a you know uh, sl- uh, backhanded slap is that what they say backhanded compliment compliment I don't know some bit, shit it's, it's one of those better than poking the eye with a sharp stick kind of thing. Yeah. So he's like, I beat a German for the Germans. Yeah. <laughs> but, uh, well, look, they they got out and supported him. That's the so most they, important thing. You could
0: thing. be driving for VW, so it could be worse.
1: <laughs> You'd only need one tank. I have hopes you not. <laughs> but um, no Polish Grand Prix, is there? <laughs> but it's good to see they turned up. Even though they knew it would probably rain, yeah. they all had their umbrellas. They still turned up. Um, there's plenty of tracks that can't say that. Yeah. And plus with the the ticket prices
0: are fucking expensive as. Like the cheapest one's like ninety nine quid. In Australia, that's like That's like three million. Like three million bucks or something like that. <laughs> and the thing is that was a price reduction. And like we said at the start, they've just had or well, they got Wimbledon going, they've just had the Formula E weekend. The ashes have just started. So when you're looking at uh, they try to promote this as a family race. When you're doing your family budget, um, I mean it's all these events being packed out, it's pretty hard to squeeze that in.
1: So it was an excellent job from the families of um, Britain. See, so what you need along. to do is uh, all the British guys that go to F one, grab the family, come yep. over to Australia and see Bathurst yeah. and see how they handle that shit. So what you do, you go in about a week earlier, bury a couple of cartons. Yeah, um, make sure it's in a spot you remember. Yeah, and then you leave a little uh, a tarp. Yeah, underneath the fence. Yeah, so that. Next time, come back in, climb under the fence. Makes it easier sliding the carton too. Yeah, go grab your tinnies. and uh, you know there you got your your beer, your racing, yeah. maybe a chair, and if there's a portaloo nearby that's not full of other people's fickle matter, that's yeah. even better.
0: And when you go home, take your fucking backpackers with you. Just keep on doing dumb shit in the bush, like you know, going for a run without water. And uh, there's another dude in uh, Northern Territory that got lost yeah. again, and it's like, dude, I uh,
1: but in fairness, our backpackers over there tend to impregnate all their youth and then fuck off to Australia. So oh, that's true. Start probably, fights. Yeah, probably fairly even. Yeah, but just don't... Yeah,
0: fair enough. All right. Yeah. <laughs> I could see on that one. All right, so we should move on to uh, next round.
1: Yeah, next round they're he- heading off to the Hungar
0: Ring. Hungar... I still don't know how to say that properly. Hungar Ring. Uh, Budapest. 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 Um they're good things about Budapest. Yeah, sure. They have. I remember. I used to work with a chick from Hungary, and she was saying that the food in Budapest is amazing, crepes especially. She was saying. Crapes. So there's more useless information for you. Yeah. <laughs> Go to Budapest, eat a crepe, watch some races.
1: Yeah, this is one of the ones that uh, Ricardo won last year. Uh, he's not going to win this year. No, no. In fact, looking at last year, it was uh, Ricardo Alonso Hamilton. Yeah, actually, it was on my birthday last
0: year. I had, I had some money on Ricardo. Yep, you would have lost it. No, I won. He won the race.
1: No, you would have lost it uh, this year. I mean. Oh, ah, yeah, yeah. When it happens, in yeah. But yeah, he, he ended up um, one, Alonso two, and Hamilton three. You're not going to see Ricardo and Alonso there. Yeah. Uh, it's just not going to happen. Well, they'll be there, just not on the on the podium. I don't know if they'll finish. They might be there. I don't know. But uh, this, the Hungarian circuit has a beautiful long main straight. Uh, the DRS zone will be there and that's just going to be heaven for Mercedes and Williams. Yeah. Um, they're going to be able to overtake on the inside or the outside because when you're coming in, um, the outside turn into turn one, even if you're stuck on the outside there, you can hold your line and then you've got the inside for the next little left. Yeah. And it's it's just a, a perfect passing point. Uh, if you've got the more powerful car and DRS, there's no reason why you can't get by if you're even within the 20 metres of the yeah. guy in front of you by the by three quarters down the main straight. Uh, and then you've got a little bit more straight to just consolidate your lead. And the
0: thing is, with Mercedes, like, everyone talks about they've got out and out, the fastest engine, but they got just about the best aero package too. They do. And uh, it's just integration with their chassis and engine.
1: Well, it's not just the top speed either. It's the most economical engine out there. Yeah. Uh, it, reliable. It's super reliable. Um, they have got the best package possible. Yeah. Yep. Uh, they've managed to push the envelope as well as keep it reliable, which... Yeah. If you
0: can do that, you're going to win. So it's always going to be hard to chase down the Mercedes unless you have um, varying conditions with a bit of rain or something or, I don't know, Bernie, turn the sprinkles on.
1: Yeah, or unless you can innovate your way out of it, which at the moment no one really can.
0: Well, you can't because you're restricted with development, which is what Fernando has been going on about the shit because you understand what you need to do, but you physically are not allowed to do it. So you're stopping the sort of flow of ingenuity coming through Formula 1 and down into road cars or whatever else can be applied to, which is pretty um, diverse in, in where it goes.
1: Yeah, it, it, he's right with that. And I can see they're trying to save money and you know yeah. minimise development during the season. But I do think that during the off-season, yeah. it should be helpful either. Yeah. Um, yeah. Because the argument is that you want small teams to compete with the large teams. That just won't happen. No. Um, yeah. The only way it does is if the smaller team innovates enough that they can counteract the budget of the big teams. Yeah Like uh, what happened with Braun
0: Yeah exactly They yeah. managed
1: to ino- innovate The blown diffuser And all of a sudden yep. Every other team's Trying to play catch up But yep. uh, by that time It was too late Exactly You cannot beat the big teams Unless you innovate Yeah And I think the
0: best example Of this from this race Would be the interesting New nose design Of the Force India um, If you haven't seen it We'll probably put a picture Up on our website Which I definitely will um got a couple of nostrils. Well, yeah, I definitely will if I probably remember. <laughs> I probably will if I yeah, yeah, that one. Uh, it's got a couple of new nostrils on it, which is interesting development. A um, little loophole which other teams hadn't considered. Apparently, what it does also is allow airflow to be more consistent coming through under the nose and through the splitter there. And they can shape uh, vortexes uh, between the wheels and around the Coke bottle. That's what they say. But um, it's very just on the limit of the legalities. One of the things were that it has um, sort of a ducting underneath it, which means that if you're looking straight down, you can't see through to the bottom. It's only at the angle you can see sort of the road or the back of the car. So somehow that makes it within the legalities of the (laughs) um, error in front of the crash structure, and it's still passing crash crash testing. Um, Also, it seems like they've got more rake on the car for this race as well, which would have helped to have a lower angle of attack on sort of front and rear wings, allowing them a bit more speed without sacrificing some downforce and grip, which I think is, is a big reason why you saw Nico Hulkenberg uh, have a bit of a flyer off the start and hold mm. it.
1: Well, yeah. Do you reckon they just hire one person to look for loopholes and shit?
0: Yeah, probably. Well, to be honest, they've probably got, I don't know, like a sweatshop back in India somewhere <laughs> with people just figuring this shit out.
1: Well, there's, you know, worse uses for lawyers. Yeah, and like s- being lawyers and and staff as well. Like I don't know. Yeah, I I, I do like the look of the Force India. I mean, those uh, nostrils. Yeah, I like it. Sort of uh, look a bit like the Holden Monaro bonnet. It. it looks
0: like um, the stretchers using uh, AFL and that when you carry yeah, someone off. <laughs> You're like the little handle where. Or as the- a as as crash instead of having the truck come out, you just get a marshal each side, stick his hand in there, lift it up, away you go. Yeah,
1: or like the Baywatch flotation device. Yeah, yeah, the, the one, the one breasts, that wasn't boobs. Bre- oh oh <laughs> shit. yeah are oh, you going there?
0: <laughs> but no, I think it, uh, and it just shows the small teams, like you're saying, where you've got to smart your way out of it. And so mm. I really love the way they've been thinking there at Force India. They've been doing a lot. And there's a Malia came up with the term Uncrap F1.
1: Yeah, I think that should be a t shirt. Yes, yeah, so that way. In fact, they could probably make a fair bit of cash out fact, of it. In fact,
0: that, that's the worst idea ever, and nobody else do it. Okay, just <laughs> they'll be on a website next week.
1: <laughs> <laughs> it, it might be hand drawn, but it'll be on there. I don't care.
0: You know, it'll be it'll be a marker on white bonds T shirts or something like that. But yeah. Um, that,
1: yeah, we've got three weeks until the uh, Hungry Race. Um, I think we will see a bit more innovation in the aero, uh, which is kind of unfortunate. That's the only real movement they've got yeah. because the aero is the most expensive uh, thing they can innovate. Yeah. Yeah,
0: and especially with the testing they've just done, it takes a little while for those parts to come through and the variations to be made after the testing, so you look at sort of the fallout from those testing days coming around this race as well.
1: Yeah, I think you're going to see a little bit uh, a little bit of a shake up come hungry, but I think it's still going to be Mercedes head and shoulders above everyone else. Yeah, I agree. Um, and you might even see uh, Williams make another step towards Ferrari. Yeah, well, you picked the Williams
0: to finish on the podium for the British GP, I think. Almost got there. He's got, so, yeah, um, got shafted on that one. I got us. So yeah, shafted that one. I'm blaming
1: Hamil- um Massa for fucking me up.
0: Yep. Oh, just blame blame. Um, I was right. Massa was wrong. S- Rob Smedley, blame him. Fuck it. Why not?
1: I'm blaming everyone. I'm blaming Toto <laughs> Wolff as well. <laughs>
0: so yeah, Santa, I, you prick. I think that's probably a, a smart call having the Williams be up there. Um, they'll learn from this last race, and well, you'd hope they would anyway. Mm. But um, yeah, I'd have to agree. I think they were up there. Um, probably the Force India, as we said before, it's been looking good. They have had a few error developments, which should be able to free up um a bit more, or allow them to bolt on a bit more downforce with running the extra rake. So, yeah, I think they're probably the the safe bets. Um, and the only other thing that's come out of that I think we need to touch on would be the uncrappy Formula One meeting that they had, where they're talking about what they're going to do for 2017. Um, Strategy-wise, it's yeah, really exciting. All they've really done is talk, though. Um, yeah. well, well, no, 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 they're changing the... Um, yeah, they're no, doing a little bit in, in August. No assisted clutch, which was already slated for 2017. And they went, nah, that's coming in now. So that'll be on August or next race, I can't remember.
1: Mm. Um, I honestly think the the best thing they can do is allow much wider options for innovation. Yeah, yeah. Open uh, it up. Open it up in certain ways to... Give people a plus and a minus. Say, so, all right, you can have a bigger rear wing, but you need a smaller front wing.
0: Yeah, Give them yeah. options. Yep.
1: Um, you can have a, a shorter nose, but you have to have a, a higher rake yeah. or something. Make, give them a plus and minus, because you're going to have some teams go, all right, well, this is better for these circuits, yep. and this is better for those ones. But we can only pick one, so we're going we're gonna to pick one that goes for these circuits, yep. and then another team will go for another one, and you'll end up seeing a bit of give and take.
0: Yep. I actually really like that idea
1: yeah, um, so VJ, if you want to take that on and take that to the uncrap F1 meeting <laughs> that you're going to be having at some gentleman's club somewhere, I don't know, Yeah, uh, you can do that. That's totally fine. Yeah,
0: because also what that allows is different strategies which um, are going to allow for more variables to play out during a race. So that you, let's say you, you could have, I mean, it's always hard to regulate, but let's say certain points for aero development and certain points for engine development so you're going to have teams which aren't manufacturers of engines but can have their own aero concentrate on aero development Mm. and teams who are uh, their own suppliers they're going to have to choose between they're going to follow a strong aero philosophy or they're going to follow a strong engine development philosophy at least that way it allows different teams to catch up but also it'll allow um, the main manufacturers to have more closer racing because you can have an alternate strategy which may or may not be faster but will allow overtaking in different parts of the track
1: Mm. One of the other thing about the uncrap F one meetings that I thought was good was going to make the cars look better. Yes, yes. At the moment, they look fine. Uh, there's nothing
0: wrong with them. Yeah, but do if, if you could just pick up a pencil with no rules at all and draw what you thought a 41 car would look like at its best, would look nothing like these cars now.
1: No, the the look was good for late nineties, early two thousands. Exactly. Yeah, but I think uh, it, it does seem that every twenty years you get a massive. Uh, Reboot yeah. in the way the cars are designed, and I think we're due. Yeah. Um, you look back at uh, even the '80s; they had the massive tires and the yeah. massive rear wing,
0: which they're bringing back.
1: Yeah, and those things were damn near uncontrollable for mere mortals. Yeah. And it took just ultimate level of skill to make it around Monaco without dying. Yeah. And
0: usually, I don't know, probably half drunk too. Or something. <laughs> well, yeah, James Hunt was high as well. Banging one of those things around the 70s. Who knows? He, he, he enjoyed his life. Yeah. But one of the things they said they are bringing back is I think it's 420 mil tyres, mm. tyre width. And the, the big-ass tyres. Yeah, the front one's going to stay the same and also allow different um, front wings.
1: Yeah, which I'm a big fan uh, of. Rear wing, sorry. Yeah. Uh, rear wing. Um. They can uh, have a couple of different options. Yeah. Um, I would like to see them adopt a bit more of the IndyCar look.
0: Oh, yeah, that's a, the thing I was going to mention is that I really like the look of the IndyCars. I love the the wheel arch uh, yeah. sort of aero pieces.
1: The canards or whatever they call it that um cover off the rear wheels and yeah. Formula E's got the ones that cover off the front wheels as well. Yeah. Uh, I, I think that looks really good. Yeah. I I like the sort of I like
0: you could be a little bit more aggressive with the Formula E front wing um sort of wheel arch configurations. But I really like the IndyCar sort of integration of the rear wheel arches into the yeah. Uh, main body looks
1: looks awesome I really like it yeah so do I I think um, you might also see that slow down pit stops a bit yeah because you have to pull directly out you can't yeah, just true. pull yeah. out
0: for a couple
1: of centimetres and then
0: off so if you overshoot your mark then it'll make um, you know tenth of seconds or seconds which is huge
1: yeah and I, I think it, it will increase the pressure on pit guys but yeah Good if man. if they're able to go a full season without a breakdown, I'm just shocked. Fucking oath, man. If you many, especially that and you've got a wife, Jesus, <laughs> <some> kids and kids. <laughs> Fucking imagine them I'm trying to figure out that pressure. And just imagine like the amount of training you'd need. Uh, if you're sitting at home all of a sudden someone flicks the TV on and it's like hey, he's coming to the pits and all of a sudden you've grabbed your plate <laughs> thrown it in the dishwasher turned it on and then you've got another plate in your hand ready to go that's before like, you even realise what you've done
0: it's like a veteran coming back in hearing fireworks <laughs> or something got, shit what the fuck
1: you've got PTSD <laughs> yeah <laughs> jeez if you're a new if you've got a newborn all of yeah. a sudden you've changed his nappy uh, put him on a new one and thrown him out the door <laughs> you're like, cover um, <laughs> you've got your hand in the air <laughs> yeah.
0: but um, Delara build those in their chassis as well don't they so, yes they do so it's not too sort of far out of the realms of Formula One. It's definitely something that could be raised in those meetings, and I'm sure it will be. Um, but one thing I do agree with, um, sort of the people who are in the strategy meetings, is that don't listen to the drivers. That's the worst thing you can do. <laughs> so I know Lewis has been said, said that eh, I'd like to be consulted on these these changes. No. Do not listen to the drivers.
1: Judging by his fashion alone, the car would end up looking like the Homer Simpson car.
0: Yes, yes. Actually, his glasses look like um, the the scientists from the Simpsons. Oh, you know, yeah, yeah.
1: yeah, those little things. But I think the drivers um, should be able to have an input. They just shouldn't be listened to.
0: Yeah, I mean, they had their driver survey. You know, that was good. All they got shot down. Yeah, refueling. Everyone's refueling. Nah, bullshit. Which, I mean, I, I want refueling, but you've got to fix other things first because you can't follow a car then it's kind of irrelevant.
1: Yeah, I I like the idea of refueling, yeah. but I can certainly see why they're against it. Yeah. A lot of tracks, when you can't have talk like that, it's going to be in your best interest
0: to just fill up from the from the start like they are already.
1: Yeah, and I, as much as you do like variation in the finish order, you don't want to see refueling decide that. Yeah. Uh,
0: other, other avenues we can go, they're going to be cheaper.
1: Honestly, I think the best thing to do would just be give points for fast lap, like they do an FE. Yeah. Because well, then you're going to see every car on track putting in quality laps in the last yeah. five laps. Well,
0: that's to, I was going to... Thinking when I was watching the race today, what about if you had a an already determined um, sort of monetary value for each point? So you score a point, you will get that money like that week. So it's already set up there, and you can uh, use that as an incentive to ha- uh, where you're going to spend your development. Because if you do it early in the year, you might be able to make more money quicker and put that turn that over into more development, as opposed to someone who might have a different strategy of you know yeah, a different way. that,
1: that presumes. Bernie and CVC want to give out money. Um, This is true. They seem to be pretty reticent to let a dollar out of their hand unless they've examined every way they can keep it. Yeah, yeah, I know. I mean, yeah. Well, I don't understand a lot of what they've been thinking
0: anyway, so... Um, But, you know, at least we've got some sensible ideas being pushed forward and hopefully Formula One can be uncrapped.
1: Well, yeah, and, you know, part of that will be listening to the fans, uh, or at least some of them. Us. Uh, like us, us you know, for example. Us, yeah. Listen yeah. To us. In fact, look, uh, Bernie, mate, if you need a bit of a hand uncrapping F1, we're, we're available. Yeah. Um, look, As you're, the, you're yeah. a billionaire, so we're not going to go too crazy, but I think, you know, 50 mil, that'd be a fair fair. Yeah, yeah I'd
0: take that. Each? The only thing is, he doesn't use internet, so someone send him a fucking messenger pigeon or whatever he does these days to correspond with anyone?
1: Just, nah, just draw it on his car in lipstick or some shit, I don't know.
0: Yeah, it's, can he still drive? Surely he can't still drive, can he? I think
1: if you're a billionaire, you do what you want. Yeah, that's true, What's going to happen? As he
0: flies, he can drive fucking nowhere, to be honest. He's he can a helicopter drive, he's driving he can drive whatever
1: like... he wants, wherever he wants. What uh, are you going to do? You yeah, pull him over. Sorry. Pull him over and say, you don't have a licence? Nah. Is yeah. this your car? I don't know, maybe. <laughs> All right, I have to call this in. Well, I've already called in to the Queen, and she's said, fuck off. <laughs> do you reckon he'll get knighted?
0: Mm, um, well, oh, fuck, who cares? Knight's what? a book full of shit, anyway. What's going to happen?
1: Because when you get knighted, you have to kneel. Poor Liz is going to fall on her ass if she tries to put the sword in. Oh,
0: you're going to say, is, oh, I thought you meant like Bernie was going to knight Liz or something. <laughs> Get the old duck on her knees, wave a sword around her head, knight her. Like, neither of them could lift the damn sword in a few years. Yeah, true. I mean, probably Bernie hasn't been able to lift his sword for fucking decades, <laughs> Right? reckon. <laughs> he's, he's probably got carbon fiber down there. <laughs> Especially that? I note you, sir, Liz, with his fucking Bernie sword out there. Donger on the head and the shoulders.
1: Yeah. He's probably one of the few to get away with it.
0: Yeah, that's true. That's true. If she can get down like low enough. That's old birdie!
1: Oh, golly gosh! Yeah. I just reckon she'd smack him the fuck out though.
0: Probably. I mean, well, they didn't get to be monarchs from being friends, did they? There's <laughs> blood no, was and fucking of, all sorts fair of, bit of dodgy shit play involved. Fucking your
1: uncle, cousins, Both in and out of the bedroom.
0: Yeah, lots of dodgy. Maybe I watched too much Game of Thrones. I don't know. Maybe it was just peaceful and yeah. Yeah. Right. No. No.
1: Yeah. 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 No, the, the Windsors were probably the more peaceful mob that got in there. Well,
0: I mean, just look at Prince Charles and you can tell me that's not
1: fucking decades and years and centuries of inbreeding. Yeah, then you see Prince Harry and you're like, Yeah, one of these things is not like <laughs> <Yeah>. the other. <laughs> Mind you, he's my favourite, so maybe that's why.
0: Yeah, yeah, I don't have favourites. Fuck him. Alright. We got anything else? No, well... Uh
1: Hungaring's going to be uh, another couple of weeks away. They've uh, got a three-week break between the races now. Yep. So we're going to see a lot of new ideas, new packages, and uh, maybe a bit of new commentary. I don't know. A bit of luck. Yeah,
0: uh, yeah maybe I'll be able to uh, <clears throat> view the BBC...
1: Sh- not stream. What do they call it when you pay for it? <laughs> stream, yeah. Stream, B- yeah. BBC stream. Yeah, so everyone in London... And everyone in Australia who's got a London-based VPN can yeah. view BBC. Yeah, and rather. it's spectacular, actually. Yeah. Uh, so I've heard. So I've
0: heard. Yeah. So um, yeah, we'll be uh, back doing a wrap up for that race. Also, we'll be doing um, wrap ups of each Ashes test. So check back in if you want to have a gander at those. And um, yeah. And uh, if Australians ends getting
1: whooped, I'll look like a complete idiot. But um, that's the price you pay. I'll be I'll be on the same. I've, I'm all in. So, yeah, I. would I think Australia's got that uh, in the bag, unless the English weather manages to come across and end it in a draw. But um, look, it was a great race. I think uh, the uncrap F1 hashtag is trending, and I think uh, it's going to gain some traction. Yep. Um, I'm fully supportive of their efforts. Yep. So we'll see you after Hungary. All right. Thanks, guys.